Kevin's Hot Topics. Hot Topics. All right, it is Hot Topics time. I love the people who have let us know. We've got Sports Illustrated subscriptions subscriptions out there. Yep. All recipes. I enjoy this one. Still get all recipes once a month from my ex. It's for her, but I always look. So, so All you, Recipes <laughs> is the name of a magazine. I believe so, yeah. Okay. You can also go to their website and check it out. All Recipes. And this one, I don't know if I believe. Well, we have Better Homes and Gardens. Marlene gets that still. Yep. Great one. This one says, I have a magazine subscription to a chicken magazine. Excuse me? A chicken magazine. I'm going to Google right now. This is the best magazine. Oh. Birthday present for Kevin ever. It says chickens. Chickens magazine, plural. We need to get that. I don't know how much it is, but that's a great birthday present. They also have Chicken Whisperer magazine. Don't know if that's the one. Backyard Poultry. Brandy, what what chicken magazine do you have a subscription to so that we make sure we get Kev the best chicken magazine subscription there is? Trying to see where their website is. I mean, there's a lot of different. I mean, and it better be it better be we are monthly. Yeah, I don't know that they do weekly magazines anymore. No, but I, I don't want it to be twice a twice a year or anything. I want it to be six at issues least. a year for Chickens Magazine. Now again, that's okay. that's from Hobby Farms. I don't know if that's the one she's talking about, but this actually for people who raise chickens, it appears. Which is great. $17, a year if you go through the limited time offer. Always a limited time offer on all magazines, I feel like. Every one of them. I feel like the limited time is all time, forever and ever, amen. It was so exciting when you'd get the Christmas present. I felt like that was always a Christmas present from a grandparent where they were re-upping your subscription to Sports Illustrated, and I thought, what a treat. It It was a great gift for a grandparent to give to you, too, because they knew that you probably read it and that you liked it. And it was an easy one. Don't know, you know, one size fits all. Don't have to worry about it. Yep. Oh, well, I know he likes uh, Sports Illustrated. Done. Oh, I loved it so much. Cross it off the list. I got Sean taken care of. Um, I am on Hobby Farms website. Okay. Looking at Chickens Magazine to see if it's still a thing. But I did see they have, okay, I thought I was going to be about chickens. They had a link there called Podcast. And I don't know if it's Uh-oh. still one that works anymore. But if they have a podcast that just is talking about chickens. Well, I mean, this magazine cover I'm looking at is for July and August of 2023. Yeah. Okay. This is okay. This is not about chickens. This is just hobby farms. Yeah. That's going to be different. Hobby farms presents growing good. Miranda douche shack Hmm. is the latest. Oh no. And let's see. She covers urban cut flower farming Okay, this is stuff. If you're, man, the, the internet has everything. If you are into this, this is probably <laughs> the greatest interview ever. Because I know some of the podcasts I listened to this weekend on the airplane, 90% of the people listening right now would say that's the dumbest waste of time ever. Right. But that's the beauty of the knit, of the niche. Yep. She can talk about urban cut flower farming, and the people who really need it are going to get 50 minutes, 30 seconds of it. This one has great. Articles like Raise Chickens on the Cheap, Building a DIY Swamp Cooler, Pickle Your Egg, uh, Best of Clock Contest Winners, Parasite Problems and Simple Solutions, and my favorite, a dynamic duo, Goats and Chickens. (laughs) 
<laughs> all in this month's edition of Chickens Magazine. I love it. I, and kids, we are doing old-timers radio right now, so get, buckle up for it. There was also that great time Pickle of life. Egg. And I know it still exists, but being a photographer for a magazine was one of the coolest potential jobs out there. Yeah, I think that was. Yeah. Whether it was, you know, for for us Jay Sports Illustrated, if you were one yeah. of the photographers for SI, it was cool, but I remember seeing the National Geographic pictures and thinking, yeah, they're amazing. These are spectacular. And I know there's still camera folk to do stuff for these, you know, Sport SI and for National Geographic, but with the invention of the internet and all that, they're not it's you don't think of them the same as you did. No. Back in the day, where a photographer for those was such a cool job. I mean, think about that. Especially the sports ones that you thought oh. were the coolest thing ever because they're live in all these sporting events and taking all these cool pictures, which, again, is still cool. But And, and you couldn't look them up on the Internet. So right. you would wait, That's exactly you'd wait for the weekly Sports Illustrated to come out, and it would be the very best picture that was taken that weekend of the NFL. And it would be all the talk then. Oh, my gosh. And, and it was like a, a Monday night football game. You would have Keyshawn Johnson diving to make a catch in the back corner of an end zone, and you're like, "That can I cannot believe that camera guy <laughs> got that angle on that picture." Are you kidding me? So That's funny. spectacular. National Geographic. You're like, "Wow, how deep in the woods did these people go to take that picture of the alligator and you know someone who was?" They always had the the stories of some kind of tribe of people who were not, you know, oh, yeah. no idea of society. Yes, and it was like. Whoa! They how deep into the jungle did they go to get that sweet picture? Man, I'm looking at all these magazines now that now I've done this. Man, this they're popping up. It's like all these magazines that look cool. Montana Outdoors. There's knives, just knives. Knives. A whole magazine of knives. Well, I remember. So the I remember there was a gun one. Oh, there's growing up. You think? And I know there's tons of them. I know. Mm-hmm. I know there's tons. But there was a big one when I was young. This would have been in the mid '90s. And I remember thinking, this is the coolest. Like, yeah. This is, you're, you're, I'm, I'm a 13-year-old kid, and it's a magazine of guns, of old ones and new ones, and it was oh, yeah. like, this is so cool. Grown-ups, grown-ups have the coolest hobbies in the world. That one in the motocross magazines, because I always thought those were cool. Yeah. I, I Plus never, your muscle cars and, you know, all that stuff. Yeah, I never got into the the hot rod stuff, mm-hmm. like hot, the hot rod magazines. There's a like few of said. those, yeah. But I remember respecting the magazines because right. I didn't know at all what was happening with them, but I could thumb through the car magazine, and even as a dummy like me who knew nothing about them, I remember thinking, well, that's a cool-looking car. Right, yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't know about it, but that's a really cool-looking car. Magazines are still cool. I still won't buy them, but they're still cool. We get one We get one every now and then. We get a country music one, and it's 50,000 oh, yeah. inches tall and 40 inches wide. Yeah, it's gigantic. It's like Taylor Swift's screen. We don't read any of it, but, man, we look through the pictures all the time. <laughs> that's so true. Unfortunately. You're like, oh, that's probably the Jay and Kevin show. Jay Daniels. It a sushi is, menu is extremely, oh. extremely stressful. Kevin James. Do they give you a little sample? No. Yeah. He's going and, and trying, and then you forget the second you leave what you got, and then you also forget <laughs> if you liked it. Right. So next time you go, you either say, I liked it, what was it? Or so, you say, I think I got that roll, but did I like it? Man. The Jay and Kevin show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. My favorite internet headline of the day came accompanied by pictures that threw me off when it said, Ariana Grande is not dating SpongeBob. 
And there was a picture of Ariana Grande and SpongeBob. I don't know if you've seen this, uh, but <laughs> I, I'm like, well, that's going to require a click because I don't understand what's happening. And then it goes on to say Ariana Grande is not dating SpongeBob voice actor. And then it continued to get weird when it says his wife clarifies. I'm like, oh, my. Okay, now I'm done clicking. But first I thought Ariana Grande was dating a cartoon character. And it's a weird world anymore, so who knows? So who is she dating now that I, she is recently divorced? I don't know, but apparently it's not SpongeBob voice actor, according to SpongeBob voice actor's wife. Okay, because that has been that would be mm. that'd be pretty quick. That'd be a pretty quick turnaround there by old Ariana. Right? Yeah, for sure. And then, of course, you know, as soon as you're a famous person and you get divorced or you break up or whatever, they suddenly come out with Ariana Grande's dating and relationship history. It's like, oh yeah. my goodness, we're gonna get all that for Sofia Vergara, <laughs> right? Over yeah. the next little bit here. Yeah, you will. You're gonna get all the. I mean, it already was the thing this weekend, like freshly, freshly split. Sophia yeah. Vergara wears a swimsuit all all of her life, every day for the rest of her life. Right, yeah. And you're like, oh my gosh. They Breaking up in the celebrity world, I understand everything about your life is different, but I'm sure that heartache is still heartache. Sure, You yeah, don't get to have it. No. Which has got to be hard. I wonder if she's maybe dating Squidward. I don't know. I, I mean, we boy, a uh, 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 squid can dream. A <laughs> squid can dream. <laughs> Uh, also, you saw the story of the fake lottery winner. No, the the one billion dollar jackpot. I'll tell you, I I didn't see. There was a whole bunch of stuff this weekend, including I guess Twitter is changing its logo to an X. Was a big story. I didn't see a single story this weekend being out of town. We also need to talk about that in a second. This one was just the some lady came into the store claiming to have won the billion dollars. She didn't really win the billion dollars. Her daughter then was like, yeah, I don't know why she did that. I guess she wanted to be on TV, and she was crying, and it was just, I mean, it was like, oh, my gosh. You're fake that you won a billion dollars. You know you don't get to actually win a billion then, right? You know that part. But we haven't had the winner. The winner has not come no, out yet, right? not identified. No, not the actual winner. The yeah. fake winner has been identified, not not the actual Right, winner. now would be the time to try to doctor up your fake lottery winner ticket. But, yeah, they're going to they're gonna figure that one out. I, I think so. That it just scares me so much. The person who has a piece of paper that represents the lottery win, a piece of paper. I mean, this is it seems to be the most antiquated way to give away one billion dollars is on a piece of paper that could easily be stolen or whatever it might be. Yeah, or lost or whatever. This weekend, we I, I went to I I told you I went to this place called Barton Springs. This this spring that is a public. It's part of Austin's like parks and rec department. Okay. You pay $5 to get into this. And so you can pay at the door and cash your card, but you can also buy your ticket online. So you go to like their, they have an app for all their parks and rec stuff and you can buy a ticket to get in. And so Dr. Kenny Beefus and I had gone there early and we were hanging out there and we text my wife who had wanted to do some exploring of Austin, AKA shopping before she came and met us. Right. And she was like, I'd love to come see these springs. We sent her some pictures. She's like, that looks really cool. I want to come check it out and maybe swim a little bit. We said, come on down. And so I was like, well, I'll purchase her $5 ticket before she gets there, and then I'll just send her the ticket right? so she can scan it and get in. Yeah. So we bought the ticket online. I took a screenshot of the QRC code or whatever you call that thing. Right. I forget what they're called. Yeah, QR code. Uh, QR code. And uh, QVC is a channel. Yes, it is. The QR code, we sent her that. And all was good. Well, she texted us when she got there. Hey, I think I'm in the right line. So thank goodness I went out 
to get in line with her to come into this spring because they're, the way their tickets work, every minute the QR code changes on the ticket you bought. Oh, no. So the people can't just screenshot, oh. send it to people online, and then multiple people oh, use I the same one. I see what you're saying. So had she tried to scan the one that was would that one that you purchased it wouldn't have counted i got it would have just been denied until i was on my actual app with the actual ticket and then scan that so it's like the security to get into a spring that's crazy is more than the (laughs) one billion dollar lottery a five dollar entry fee to a swimming hole Yes. Is, is more sophisticated, electronically speaking, than a billion-dollar lottery giveaway. I, I wonder when they will go to the lottery being an app. I, it makes you wonder. It makes, I mean, it can't be that complicated. You know, and I get that maybe you limit the amount of people who can play it, which you don't want to do by, by alienating anyone who doesn't have a smartphone, which there are plenty of people who play the lottery who don't have a smartphone. Do you suppose they're in some sort of agreement, Slimmy, that they... You know, with the convenience stores, that very well could be. Yeah, that probably and that probably is it. Is it? I, I mean, don't know. I don't know if they have to do. They have to buy. Do convenience stores have to pay to sell lottery tickets? Maybe, and and maybe there is a rule against. You know, we we can't do a lot of the sports gambling on. Oh, that's oh, that's for sure. It. So you can't just yeah. have your phone anywhere. Yeah, but. You know, like if Northern Quest has a thing where you can be within a certain range yeah. of the casino to, to be part of their sports betting thing, their their app. I mean, maybe they just put it so that you have to be at a gas station to be able to purchase your lottery thing. I don't know. That's that's what the problem is going to be. But man, it just seems really weird that someone's winning one billion dollars with a piece of paper. Yeah. You you mentioned this weekend. The, the weirdness of paper in your life at in Lumen. Seattle. Yeah, at Lumen. The guy showed the guy the paper ticket to go to Taylor Swift, and he stopped me, and he thought he was like instant fraud. He's like, whoa, 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 what is that? And I said, it's just a paper ticket. And he goes, uh, and then I scanned it, and it went green light. And he goes, well, I mean, I guess okay. I just don't think I've ever seen that. And he was younger, and I can guarantee he probably had never seen a paper ticket to any event. Crazy. And then one of the uh, you know the s- section supervisors or leaders, whatever they call them, uh, she did the same thing. She was very excited. She's a little bit older. She was like, "This is a paper ticket. I love paper tickets. It's so so great." She goes, "Then you can keep it in your scrapbook." And you, I'm like, "Yeah, I have a whole Taylor Swift scrapbook." And then I started singing lyrics to the songs, and I was dressed, you know, in my Swifty eras. It was amazing. Yeah, of course. Uh, hopefully you chose reputation. I did. Uh, well, what I, do you mean? Of course. Yeah, thank What you. else would you choose? I mean, I'm a lover guy myself, but I think reputation is more of a tough look. It's better, probably a better dress for you. It was. Uh, so another place that I noticed this weekend, the paper thing being weird, the amount of people who do not have paper airplane tickets anymore are are insane. Paper airplane tickets? Yeah. Yeah, it, for it, sure. You just have it on your phone and oh. you don't have the actual paper ticket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's insane. Because uh, you get to see people scan their, you know, you're walking towards your gate and you scan your ticket. What are the, What do you got? Like 10, 10% of people have a paper ticket? Jay, maybe. I might have even been less. We were, you know, we we're in line and you watched all the people in front of you and it's just cell phone, cell phone, yeah. cell phone. And then, you know, who had it was families. Families were normally the ones that would get the printout of yes. the tickets. They had the paper. Because you have younger children. Totally. Yeah. Totally. You're not, you don't have a phone or I don't want it on my phone. I just trust the paper better. Yeah. But I was blown away by it. Absolutely blown away by the fact that there's not, 
I mean, minim, minimal people with the paper ticket to get onto the plane. You're just going to find this odd, but my mom and sister have paper uh, totally. boarding passes. And, I, and Jay, I don't blame them. I, don't, I actually kind of like it. I always worry what happens if your phone dies That's or you have a glitch with your phone. That's it. And now you're just standing there like a knucklehead. So I, I, I like and appreciate the, the just a good old-fashioned paper ticket. When my sister was trying to get into Garth and her phone would not load. And oh, all the t- and, there's no, and she's just sitting there. She says, "Well, it's on here," and then we're just sitting there waiting, and we're waiting, and we're waiting. And she looks over her shoulder at me. And she goes, "And this is why I print my boarding pass." Totally. And I'm like, "Yeah." Or you could get a phone from the you know 2000s. One <laughs> 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 or the other. The big Coyote Country. My the Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. Yep, I drink a glass of whiskey every day. Right. Like, yeah, but does that work for everybody? You're like, yeah, Kevin James. It didn't help you live to be 109, sir. No, I don't think it did. The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. You know, if you're a parent and your small children finally get something and they're like, they, they grow up enough where they understand some concept that you've been trying to express to them for a you know a period of time that you just you get a moment of pride. You're like, oh, you understand that the dishwasher is where the dishes go. You understand that you can take your shoes off and not just leave them in the middle of the room and and the, and you trip over them. You understand certain things about life. And when you told me today that you understood the difference between a trip and a vacation, mm. I had a very proud moment. Jay, and was I want to thank you for that. Very real moment. This weekend for um, for me. Ten years of you explaining to all of us in the Jay and Kevin family the difference in your life between a trip and a vacation. In fact, you will have a fun, you have a fun trip coming up. A, gr- a great trip. The annual trek to northern Minnesota is a, is a trip with all of the children and the extras that come yep. along, which is great. It's a very fun time. And, and the, actually, the more the merrier is not just a saying in this particular situation. It really is. Yeah. Because it just becomes much more fun when there's more people to ski and fish and swim and float and, you know, all that stuff. But it is a, it is a family a trip. trip. Yeah. It is a family trip. Now, you had a chance this weekend. I know you ended up meeting up with your daughter at one point for the Taylor Swift show, but you and your wife went on a little vacation. And some people that were that are from Spokane that we met after the uh, Luke Bryan show, we met them on the next day, on Friday. So, yeah, it, but, but yes, it was a vacation because yeah. it was just my wife and I, which yeah. is extremely relaxing. And as your kids get older, I assume that those lines kind of blur a little bit more. It's there's less of having to worry every 2 seconds. But it yes. was it was hilarious when we my wife and I left on Friday early morning to go to to my buddy's wedding in Austin, Texas. And we got to the airport way too early and then walked through security in about four seconds. <laughs> now what? And I looked at my wife, and she goes, well, that was faster than I thought. And I, <laughs> I, we were laughing, going, we didn't have to check any bags. Right. We just got to take carry-ons. There wasn't 50 million things you're running through the x-ray machine. Yes. Because you've got a stroller and all this jazz. <laughs> I mean, there was no one screaming at us to take off their shoes or whatever you need to do to get them through the not, metal detector. You're not dropping toys. You're not dropping anything. We, we just walked up, walked into the airport, walked through security, and then we're standing there, and my wife's like, do you want a coffee? Right. That's what you do. She's like, it doesn't even matter if the line is through the, the entire terminal. We no. have time to stand in line. Right. It, and then we got on the airplane, and, and I thought, 
oh my gosh, <laughs> I actually have not prepared. I normally have a million shows. I used to have a million shows downloaded, ready to go, but I haven't yes. done that lately because my entire trip is set trying to Your entire entertain vacation. the kids. Yes. <laughs> and so now I thought, oh crud, I don't have anything on my phone to watch or listen to. For me, I, if I want to listen to Barney... Or Blippy. Yeah, I can listen to I can listen to Miss Rachel's soundtrack, but I don't have anything else downloaded <laughs> because I'm not in the mindset anymore of traveling with just adults. It was really weird, man. It's also weird as if they provide you with free entertainment. You know, on the say they have a screen, and then you know they provide oh these free network shows or whatever, and you actually pick a kids movie based on the fact that you just automatically have gone to the kids movie section. Yeah, and then you're like, what what, what am I doing? I've already seen Toy Story 15 times. Oh, let's just watch it. Then you just watch it again. Seen it a million times. I'll, just watch it. I'll watch it again. I don't care. I like this movie. Uh, we, uh, yeah, it was, it was fun, too. We, we, got to the, we, we got to Austin and had to get together with a bunch of the people who came from out of town for the wedding. Well, anyone who was going to be at the wedding, which a lot of people were from out of town. And so we had a nice get-together where you got to kind of rekindle with a bunch of faces I hadn't seen in a long time. And that was when that was done, we went back to the hotel and it was midnight in Austin, which is 10 o'clock here in Spokane. And we were with another family who just had twins. And so their twins mm. are eight, eight, nine months old. And this Oof. was their first trip without the twins. And we all sat there looking at each other going, you guys, we can sit in this hotel lobby and we can chit chat and talk as late as we want. Right. Because tomorrow we don't have to have that terrible panic of when is the first baby right. or first child going to make noise, and now we're in parent mode. We get to just sleep. It's a weird feeling. It was weird. We stayed up all night. We sat in this hotel lobby. They had to hate us. But we sat in this hotel lobby just chatting it up, just having a great old time until we couldn't keep our eyes open anymore, and I thought, this is vacation. <laughs> this is vacation, man. Congrats, man. Uh, it was hilarious. But, yeah, I almost texted you. It was way late, but I almost texted you a picture of all of us in the lobby and said, it all makes sense now, the difference between a vacation and a trip. Yep, you're welcome. I'm glad you've, I'm very proud moment for me. Now that you understand, you <sighs> grasp the concept. And, and you know, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for where you're at, where you get to be now at the point where you don't have to take any pack and plays or strollers with yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, that's so nice. And so your family trip this year, you're with adults. Yeah, And so that for is, sure. I am excited about that part of life eventually, but whew, when they're little, it is nice every now and then to take a little bit of a break and go, huh. Love them, but it was kind of nice to get a quick breather. How great is it going to be when you remove the pack and play and put the golf clubs in there, huh? <laughs> that would be great. Jay, Kevin, Slim in the morning. The big 99.9 Coyote Country. The Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. Well, Stop. everything comes back to cheese. Kevin James. All <laughs> comes back to cheese, doesn't it, man? It all Just, comes back around cheese. The Jay and Kevin Show. On the big 99.9 Coyote Country. If you'd like to listen at work and you don't have a radio, you know, you can always stream it. You just go to the big 99.9 coyotecountry.com. You can listen through your computer or you can do it on your phone. You can simply download the app. That's also free and a super easy way to listen. And you can kind of, you know, sneak if you have to. I'm not suggesting that you do. I mean, we would never suggest that. Would we suggest that? I might suggest. You it. might suggest it. I suggest. Mm -hmm. It's just a suggestion. Doesn't mean you have to. You're in charge yep. of your own life. Uh, all right, let's do it. Final, Final thoughts. thoughts. All right, Slimmy. 
It was fun this weekend. The the wedding I had mentioned that I went to had somebody who is sort of a celebrity to me there. It is former Whitworth football coach, Coach Tully. Yeah. He was at the wedding. His son, Bo, one of my sort of buddies, was in the wedding. Okay. So, you know, I, I knew Bo. I've played basketball with Bo, so I really like Bo. And but Bo I, knows you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But I really knew his older brother, Jay. Okay. And so I I like saw the Tullys, and I told my wife, oh, my gosh, that's Coach Tully. That's his wife, Debbie. They're awesome. I love them. I love all their sons. I know two of them fairly well, one of them better than the other. I was like, I love them. And then I realized I ran into them everywhere, and they had no, I mean, there was zero idea who that I knew any of their family. Zero. Oh, wow. And so I made the dumb mistake of thinking, well, I'll just go up and say hi. They'll, they'll remember my face. Oh, no. And I, I've never seen oh, no. eyes look at someone more when I said, hey, coach, and just look at me like, just leave me alone, dude. Oh. Don't call me coach. Coach here, and we're just trying to have a good time. And I thought, oh, crud. The nicest people. I love them so much. They're so great. Anytime I've talked to them, they're awesome. Uh, Mrs. Tully is fantastic. But, it, Jay, I couldn't go anywhere without running into them. So, of course, I make a fool of myself right off the bat. And then you see him 12 times. Yeah, I could everywhere <laughs> I went. And I felt so bad because I thought, I've embarrassed myself. And they're being so sweet to me. Like, just being very nice, over-the-top, friendly. But I know they're thinking, stop following us. Right. Because it got to the point where it felt like I had to be following them everywhere. In fact, we get to the airport. Of course, they're coming back oh to Spokane. Oh, my gosh. So, we're coming back to Spokane. They had a different flight from us. So, I thought, okay. The good news is we're not going to see them on the travel day, they switched their flight to be on ours to get home a little earlier. Not because of you. No. Mm-hmm. And so now, of course, I'm, I, now, I'm bumping into them every five steps I take. That's They had to awkward. think I was following them all weekend. Yeah, that's a little awkward. So, so to Coach Tully and his wife, Debbie, I was not, I promise you, I was not intentionally following you most of the time. Most of it. Finally. I do love them. Boss. I love that family. Love that family. I have so many final thoughts here. I'd... Can you eat cauliflower if it has a little bit of black on it? No, absolutely not. Is that, is that mold? What is that? Okay, what? it's not obviously not dirt. No. It's that weird black. And I, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think everyone knows what you're talking about right now. But what the heck is that? What is know. the black on cauliflower? I don't know. Makes me want, want to eat it, so I think I'll just throw that away. But you, what uh, if it's nothing? I know. Then I just wasted a nice piece of cauliflower. All right. Let's see what we got. Oh, dang it, Jay. Yeah? Oxidation can be trimmed away and it's safe to eat. Oh. Mold on cauliflower is dark brown or black and may have a furry texture. The mold mm. also may also create a mushy spot. Yeah, if it's mushy, I get that. I understand mushy is Let a no. Let me see if there's any. It's a hard pass on the mushy. Can you eat cauliflower with black spots? On the cauliflower. I better I better clarify that. Yeah. Like if you are suddenly have a ton of black spots all over You'd be over like yourself. a Dalmatian or something. Um, cauliflower that had been stored a while was likely to develop. Yeah, dude. It looks like this is... It looks like you're eating moldy cauliflower. Yeah. Sorry, I just, dude. I'm just, yeah. Sorry, Jaybird. You know what the word sploot means? Excuse me? I know. I was... Uh, we were on magazines and I clicked on Reader's Digest because it's a trusted friend in the complicated world. And I clicked on it. It said, why do dogs sploot? Veterinarians explain, and I went, I don't know what that is. Okay, I'm going to assume it is something uh, potty related. That's what I thought. It's not. Um, It's where they lay on their stomach with their legs straight out the back and straight out the front. Oh, man, one of the cutest pictures you can take. That's it. That's it. It's a cute sploot. And so 
They're explaining that cute behavior, which I didn't read yet, but I wondered if you knew. And finally, um, that's what that's called, though. Is there a reason? What, I don't. I don't. I don't know. Just stretch out. I'm uh, assuming just to stretch out. I don't know why you don't just say stretch out, but a sploot is apparently what you call it. So you can't say that to a human, though. If I lay down, if someone's tanning and they've got their arms straight up and their legs out, you can't say, "What's up? Nice splooting." Uh, sploot is slang for a pose an animal, especially dogs, cats, or other four-legged pets, make when it lies on its stomach with its hind legs, stre- hind legs stretched out in the back, laying flat. So apparently it's just for animals. Yeah, it is a great look. Yeah. It looks like the ultimate of relaxation. Yeah, they're just, why do dogs sploot? I don't know. Now Now I know the new word. And uh, finally, my I was talking to my brother about the fact we're trying to get together for my sister's birthday in August, and we're going to drive down from Minnesota. And we were driving home yesterday while we were having the conversation. And he said, I don't know if our oldest sister is going to be able to make it. And I said, oh, is there something going on? And he goes, no, there's, she's, it's like an hour from here, from where we would meet. And I realized at that point that depending on where you live, an hour can be an astronomical amount of time or... It's only an hour? Like, I go, yeah. an hour? Like, we're driving two and a half from where we are at the cabin to get there. I've driven 17 just in this last four days. Like, you know, you go six and a half yeah. to Portland and two, yeah. two to the coast and three and a half to Seattle and four home. I mean, it's like, it doesn't mean much when we live where we live. Yes. Uh, like an hour drive, do you consider that a short drive to go visit someone? Yeah, I do, and I, I, I think Jay. One of the reasons we've, we, I have this is interesting. I've discussed this with my wife and some friends. If you have a regular drive in your life that is around thirty minutes, thirty minutes to an hour drives are not a big deal. Yeah. So for me, my parents live about forty minutes away, and we do that drive a lot. Right. And so it because that kind of length of drive does not seem bad. You drive into work, your drive to work isn't like a two minute drive. You're probably what, twenty minutes? I'm about a half an hour. Yeah. Half hour. So once you hit a half hour drive, a half hour drive is very normal to you. So you add another thirty minutes, an hour is nothing. Not bad. Yeah. But when you're just I think it's just they don't they don't ever go anywhere that's not yeah. outside of the cities. My, so. my sister, I think of my sister, she lives pretty close to my parents. She goes there a lot. She kind of has stuff around her. I bet you a 30-minute drive, if you asked her, she would say, oh, man, that's kind of a long drive. Yeah. But she doesn't have a long drive on her day-to-day routine. Certainly means a big difference. What's I mean, the number for you? What's the number if I said, hey, the drive is this long that you officially start thinking, that's a little bit of a drive. Over six is a little long for me. Six? Over over six? Yeah. I know it's weird. It's just, we do a lot of driving, but I, if it's got to be, if it's over six, because there's been times where my wife's like, that's only eight hours away. And I'm like, eight's kind of long. So how many weekends do you think, let's go from right now, let's go from July 2022 until this July. How many weekends do you think you made a drive that was at least four hours long? Um, 20? Oh, yeah. 30? Probably between 20 and 30. Yeah, yeah Jade. So absolutely, a four-hour drive is normal to you. Yeah, that's easy. That's crazy. Yeah, four hours is nothing. But I, long- I don't know, man. When he said, well, she's like an hour away, I thought, and... <laughs> and so what are you going to do with the other... <laughs> what are you going to do with the other 90% of your day, dude? I haven't even broken into the snacks yet. <laughs> an hour? <laughs> He's like, well, it might be 